Hey, this is Karen, aka Hippie Mama, and today is Wednesday, and Wednesday is Wellness Day. So today we're going to talk about some first aid, basic, uh, get back to the most simplistic, simplistic things that we can do to take care of minor injuries around the house. Uh, if you are on vacation or you're just out in the wilderness and you are having um, or you had a little mishap, we're just going to talk about some basic first aid uh, things that it's really, really good to actually talk to your kids about so that they can become comfortable with um, taking care of injuries for their little sisters or little brothers. Um, <clears throat> so let's let's talk about one of the most common ones. So uh, my son, actually, I'll use him as an example. Over the weekend, he um, thought that he had his uh, oven mitten on and he went to push the rack in the oven back in. He was taking out uh, a dish and thought that uh, when he was placing the dish back in the oven that he had the oven mitten over the iron rack. Well, it turns out that his finger was actually not covered. His middle finger, in fact, was not covered. And when he pushed the rack in, all of that pressure was placed on that finger that was uncovered and he got a pretty nasty burn on his finger. So immediately there was pain and I told him, go rinse your finger with some cool running water. Uh, he did that, it seemed to stop it for a little bit. And I will tell you that is the very first thing you should do for a burn and especially um, a first degree burn where you just have some redness in the skin. You may have uh, definitely some pain depending upon where and how deep the burn runs, but the first thing you should do is run cool running water, not at a, at a high rate coming out like a fire hydrant. <laughs> and you definitely do not want to uh, ever, ever emerge uh, any item on your body that has been burned into ice water. That is a big no-no uh, for several reasons. One is because you don't know the significance of the burn and if you're, if you, you've pretty much deadened your nerves and then you've got your hands stuck in this ice water, then you could actually end up suffering uh, frostbite. So you really don't want to do that. Um, you just want to make sure you got cool running water. So then probably a minute or two after he did that, you know, he was like, it's still hurting. It was hurting bad. So I told him, go find some baking soda um, and to make a baking soda paste out of water and baking soda, something we all probably have in our pantry or in our bathroom, um, sodium bicarbonate, uh, very simple, easy to do. It's like making a mud pie, um, but you're just making a little paste and then you just want to place it over the burn area. Now, would you place that over a burn area that has skin loss? No, you would not. This is um, for, again, a minor burn. Uh, you still have skin intact. You may have a blister because I believe he said that he did actually have a blister. And another thing is that you do not want to pop or break any blisters. 
This is your body's natural protection um, that it is uh, forming in order to protect the, the area that has been injured. So do not break any blisters. Uh, so anyway, he took the paste, he put it over his finger, I told him to leave it there for at least 20 minutes, and he literally pretty much forgot that it was even there because the pain had subdued. Um, it was not like that twinge kind of a feel, like, you know, there's something going on, but not really sure what. Nothing like that. It had completely went away. And by the time I spoke to him again, it was probably later that evening, and he had already washed his hands several times, and he was like, it actually worked. I didn't think it was going to work. I thought you were just telling me stuff. And he was like, it actually worked. Well, we were talking, and it was literally like the spirit of god just told me to tell him go grab some baking soda and water and then he ended up putting it there uh and it actually works so that's a really really good method if you get a burn uh is just to grab some baking soda and water okay the next one we're going to talk about are cuts I'm in the kitchen a lot and uh, I don't know call it just out of trying to be too fast or a knife is too sharp sometimes I will accidentally you know nick my finger or my hand and cut myself so what do we do if we get a cut well a very quick obviously the very best thing that you can do for a cut is to run some cool water again we're not talking about open gaping wounds we're talking about minor injuries here or around in the campsite or wherever you're at basically if you have water run some water over it. if you don't have water but you have some in a water bottle pour the water over it and then the very next thing you want to do is apply pressure you want to apply pressure to that wound you want to pretty much kind of cut off the blood um, flow that's going to that site and as you hold the pressure there, and I cannot remember the actual scripture, um, but there is a scripture in the Bible that, uh, and I believe it's in Isaiah, but it talks about, I passed by thee and I saw thee polluted in thy own blood, and I said live, yea, I said live. Well, I have a tendency to say that scripture every time um, I am dealing with a cut whether it's for myself or I'm taking care of a cut for someone else, because that is a very powerful, powerful scripture. Um, and I like to uh, include um, that scripture when it comes down to bleeding, because I know that it works. It, it has worked many, many times with uh, even more than just a minor cut. So anyway, you're applying the pressure then if you can, if you have anything, whether it's a, a washcloth or a kitchen towel, something that's thin enough that you can actually make a little um, kind of a, a bandage from and really almost like a pressure bandage. Now you don't want to get it so tight or you don't want to apply so much pressure to the site that you are turning uh, any part of the area that's cut purple, okay? That's way too much and that's extremely, 
too tight of a bandage, so do not do that. You should be able to still feel the, the limb or the digit um, and areas around it or below it or above it should not be coming cold or numb. If that happens, you have it on way too tight and you've got to let it up a little bit. But I like to tell people, uh, and also myself, depending upon how deep the cut is, is leave the bandage on for 24 hours. Try not to get it wet. Leave it on for 24 hours. You take it off the next day and literally, uh, you're, if you if you have good healing properties within the body, your immune system is, is up to par, generally that wound has already started to close itself. So, and that's what we look for. That's, that's going to be something that is um, very important. Uh, the next thing I want to talk to you about, and this happens to so many people, so many places, is getting something in your eye. Okay. So I have been camping many times and caught nets in my eyes. <laughs> very uncomfortable. Not the best place in the world to be when that happens because most of the time campsites do not have running water. And if they do have running water, I don't think you really want to turn your eye under that water to have it rinse out your eyes. So what do you do? Everybody who goes camping generally carries water, right? So you carry your water bottle or what have you and you want to flush it out. But uh, until you get to the water, so let's say somebody may have to go get a bottle of water for you. Till then what you can do, and I like to just tell people, you take um, your ring finger and you want to place it on the bottom of your eyelid. Okay, it's like you're pulling the bottom of your eyelid down. And then you just want to look up, look to the side of your nose, look to the outside of your ear, look down and look up. Basically, you want to rotate that eyeball that has that foreign body inside of it. Because a lot of times what you can do is bring it, especially if it's a gnat, usually, and I say that like I, I really know, because I do, uh, a lot of times with all of the fluids that your eyes make up when it's trying to get something out, it'll kind of, kind of almost drown the gnat and put it in a spot where you can just kind of take that same finger that you were pulling it down with um, and take it right out of your eye. Because it generally likes to navigate to the corner of your eye where your nose is, okay? Uh, that's the same uh, principles apply with an eyelash, a single lash in your eye. Now, if you get like a, a grand of sand, that's gonna be a lot more um, uncomfortable but it can still be done you just gotta you just gotta really you know take your time and go with it but I would probably definitely suggest you trying to rinse that out first more so than trying to move your eye around because the eye is very sensitive and you can actually end up scratching your cornea uh, and causing some serious damage especially especially if it's uh, a grain of sand so be very careful with that. And if you've got an extra pair of hands, uh, somebody's around and they can help you, definitely have them help you, uh, you know, whether it's just holding your eye or they taking the water bottle um, and just kind of gently flushing your eye out. Um, but you definitely want to be uh, a little bit cautious when you are dealing with your eyes. Um, let's see, another thing that we, think about when we 
talk about first aid are insect bites. Ugh. You know, I have to say I'm pretty lucky with that. I don't get bit very often, which I'm very thankful for. Um, but there's some pretty nasty bites between bee stings, wasp stings, um, spider bites, um, tick bites, or actually ticks when they bite, they tend to stay in. <laughs> so there's a lot of little um, insects that love to bite us and mosquitoes and take our blood and feed on us. Um, so when you get a, an insect bite, and obviously the, the bumblebees and the wasps, they're stinging for protection, not necessarily to feed off of your flesh, um, uh, but it can be very painful. So two, one way that, you, well actually two ways that you can remove a stinger, a bee sting. If you have a credit card or something that is um, pretty firm, you want to take that and you want to lift up uh, off of the the stinger and you really want to make sure you pull it all the way out because obviously we know that when bees sting they burrow that stinger into your skin and that's where all the venom is at and if you're not really careful and you don't remove it all you're still going to be getting some of that effect uh, even though the bee may be laying on the ground dead from where you splatted it or long gone and then died off somewhere, that stinger is still injecting venom into your bloodstream. Uh, some people have allergic reactions to bee stings and other insect bites. So I always tell people to make sure that they wash the area. Uh, usually we start with just soap and water. Uh, you can look for a few minutes just to see if there's going to be any major reaction. Uh, the worst is usually just welts, um, and these are uh, raised histamine reactions that the skin, the body's having because, you know, your cells, your white blood cells are going to the site because they're like, hey, this isn't right. We got to protect, protect, protect. And so part of that protection mechanism is to create an area um, where it's kind of walled off, but it's also red. It might be tender for you, but these are your white blood cells kind of going to the site to, to, to get ready to fight on your behalf, which, you know, at that time, we probably don't appreciate them as much, but we really should be very, very grateful for our white blood cells because they really are working hard to, to protect us. Um, so after you wash the area off, if the person is still having some discomfort, I like to just have them take like a Claritin or a Zyrtec uh, as an antihistamine to help fight off the histamine reaction. Uh, you can always use calamine lotion. Um, there is, um, I sometimes, if, if it's not too painful, uh, getting a, um, um, like an alcohol you can obviously add a little water to it if you want but I like you know what suck it up buttercup we're just gonna put it on there <laughs> and just get right through right through the issue and I just take an alcohol swabbed uh, pad and just kind of clean the area yeah it burns a little bit but only for a second you know most people can handle it uh, and then there's tons of insect repellent type of um, uh, swabs and things that you can use if you've been bitten 
Ice cubes are another great thing, but again, we don't wanna let it just sit on the skin, but you can just rub it over the area enough to help to uh, take some of the swelling um, down. And then at night, if I see or notice that, you know what, it's really not getting better and the welt seems to be getting bigger, I'll just take a Benadryl at night. Uh, just want to really give it a, my system a really good clean. Um, obviously, one of the biggest things that you have to look for is to make sure that that red spot is not increasing and also that it's not spreading, that it's not traveling up a limb or down a limb. You just want to really, really look for that. So I like to get in the habit of just circling it with an ink pen um, so that the next morning I can monitor to make sure that the redness did not go outside of the, um, the ink that I circled. So those were just some little tidbits, guys, and I hope that it is helpful. Um, and definitely things that we should teach our kids so that they know how to uh, help if they're home, uh, if they're babysitting. Uh, it's just really basic 101 type of um, first aid uh, things that we can do. And it doesn't cost a whole bunch of money to do it. Um, it's just really simple techniques that you can use. So I hope it was helpful. I hope you guys are having a wonderful, wonderful day and that you have a good evening tonight. And I will be back on Thursday. And tomorrow, because it is Thursday, I have to do my poetry. So I will be sharing some of that with you guys. And until then, you take care, be blessed, and have a great e evening. Okay, bye.